0: Hey guys, Social Media Simplified has turned into the Biz Podcast and I need you to head over to thebizpodcast.com or search for the Biz Podcast on your podcast app and come over and subscribe to the show there. For a couple of episodes, I will be putting the new Biz Podcast episodes onto this channel as well, but that's only going to last for a little while. So make sure that you come on over to the new channel, the Biz Podcast. Like I said, you can either search it out Or come to thebizpodcast.com, and I hope to see you over there. Are you sharing your authentic self as part of your business? Should you be? That's what we're talking about in Episode 2 of The Biz Podcast. You're listening to The Biz Podcast with Laura Wellman. The podcast for small business owners who are ready to set goals, take action, and build the business and life they want to have. Your life, your biz, your way. How much of me do I share when I'm trying to promote my business? How much of my personal stories do I need to share? Should I have to share? Is it okay for me to share? Here's what I believe. I believe that small business owners can do really well when they share a little bit more of themselves, when they share a little bit more of who they are, what's meaningful to them, and share their authentic selves with their community. They're gonna make connections with the right people. They're gonna make connections with people who really wanna hear what they have to say. It's a personal choice for everybody how much they share, but the fear that sharing too much can be a problem or come off unprofessional is one that I think is really untrue and it's a great conversation to have and think about what is it that you wanna share, why do you wanna share it, and how can you put it out there? And that's why I invited Amanda Jate knox to join me on the podcast. She has such a great story and such a great perspective on the importance of sharing your authentic self and we get to hear how that's impacted her life on today's episode. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today, Amanda. I'm really excited to have a chat. Thank you so much for having me, Laura. I'm going to start off by having you tell everybody a little bit about you, who you are, and what you do.
1: Okay. My name is Amanda jete Knox. I am a writer, public speaker, radio host, and human rights activist.
0: So you do a lot of really cool stuff, and I've been following you for a long time. I've seen the journey you've been on. I've heard you speak. And I wanted to have you on because I think that the message that you share is a really important one and it can be true, you know, it's a message that applies to business owners and that's what we're gonna talk about today, but can apply to so many people in so many ways. And that's the importance of being authentic and finding yourself. So I would love to have you talk a little bit about where that's come from and why it's an important topic to you.
1: Okay, so for a long time, I tried to be everybody but myself. And I really thought that that was how I was going to get ahead in life. I didn't have a lot of value in who I am as a person. I didn't have a lot of value in what I could give others. So I put on a lot of masks and I wore a lot of different hats, ill-fitting hats. And my life sort of forced me to be authentic. So uh, just about three years ago, our middle child came out to us after 11 years of thinking we were raising a boy, we found out we were indeed raising a girl. And so she came out as trans. And as somebody who cared way too much about what other people think, that was something I really had to learn to deal with and let go of, you know, because I had this child who really needed me and not everyone was going to agree with us letting her be who she really is. So that also took my writing in a different direction because I was writing a lot of parenting articles, a lot of, you know, a few things on mental health, nothing incredibly personal outside outside of my blog. And my blog got deep, but it didn't get deep the way that it did after Alexis came out. And we decided that I would share this stuff on my blog and inevitably in newspapers and in media because we wanted to raise awareness but that meant getting out of my comfort zone which was incredibly scary (laughs) and i got i got used to this i got used to this idea of being authentic in my writing sharing the fact that it wasn't all bliss i didn't paint this super happy picture but i painted a loving one i didn't paint myself as being a perfect parent i painted myself as being a parent who's trying because that's really what i was 18 months after our daughter came out, my spouse came out as transgender as well. And what little bit of worry I had over what other people were going to think really had to go out the window because now I was outwardly married to a woman. Before I sort of had that safety of thinking I was married to a man and, uh, you know, living in the suburbs with my three kids. And so even with a child coming out as trans, our life still looked pretty typical. And now I'm in a same-sex marriage. And, of course, we were already pretty out on my blog. We had to go even further with that at that point. It wasn't like it was something we could hide. But authenticity... Even though in a way it felt a little forced upon me, it has been such a gift for me as a writer, as a speaker, because I did start to speak. I got out of my shell and I started speaking to crowds from, you know, 20 to 20,000 people. It's been an incredible experience. I find that being authentic allows me to connect and get the message out because the whole goal of me doing all of this stuff and sharing what I do is to make the road easier for other families with trans family members, other trans people. About a year and a half after my wife came out, so just very recently now, I also came out as a lesbian. So (laughs) being authentic really sort of made me realize there was something I was hiding in myself my whole life, and that is my sexual orientation. So it sort of worked out really well because (laughs) as it turns out, I'm married to a woman. And I feel like not everybody needs to share their entire life story with everyone for there to be authenticity. But I do think that authenticity does breed the connection and the connection helps everyone in business. So that's sort of the message I try to get out to people now.
0: Right. So, I mean, your story has been an incredible journey and the fact that you've shared it has helped many people in many different situations. I know from me where I'm sitting, just getting to, understand other people better and understand things I just didn't understand before has been a huge gift for me. So there's tremendous value in all that way. And and when we were going to talk about authenticity, your story is a great place to talk about how it has helped you to be authentic. It's about what value did you get other than being able to share with people and help other people? What did it do for you personally to start feeling like, you're actually sharing the real you in the world. It is the most freeing
1: feeling in the world because in order to get from hiding to being authentic, you have to walk through this big minefield of fear. And there's all these what ifs. And I'm a really anxious person to begin with. So I'm like, oh, what if this happens? And what if this person says this? And what if people don't want to get to know me anymore? What if people reject me? Because I have this huge fear of rejection, or at least I used to. I had to, again, get past that. And it allowed me to get to this place where I can finally be comfortable. I go, you know what? I don't really care at this point. I just need to be myself. And I wish I had done it sooner. I'm 40 years old now. And I look at all this time when I tried to be somebody I wasn't, you know, in order to please who? But society? When, you know, in a few years, hopefully a long time from now, uh, way, way down the road, when I am on my deathbed, is the fact that I tried to make society happy going to make me happy, or is living a true life going to make me happy? So that's one thing that I think about. The other thing that it's really done is it's helped me really get in touch with myself and figure out what I need. So one of the things I realized is that I needed to take better care of myself. And when you're true to yourself, and you learn to love yourself for who you are, taking care of yourself is so much easier. So I have a fitness routine now, I eat better, I no longer eat my feelings, which is something I used to do all the time because I was trying to stuff them way, way down. So you would find me with you know, a bag of chips on the couch every night and that was my time, that was my decompression time, but really what it was, it was my time to manage my pain. I don't have nearly as much pain anymore because I don't have as much stuff down. So that's been such a blessing. And creatively, there's nothing more creative than being yourself, because you can really get at those ideas. When you, when we bury parts of ourselves, we bury a lot of ourselves. And so a lot of the creativity, uh, a lot of the writer's block I was dealing with, a lot of my fear of being able to speak in public, a lot of that stuff was just a lot of it dissipated, a lot of it got so much better, a lot of it became easier and more manageable with authenticity.
0: So that's your personal side. What did you experience or witness about how other people reacted to you sharing this story? Because it's one thing to say, I, you know, I had to put it out there and people had to deal with it. But you, there was a reaction. There was a big
1: reaction. So yeah, first I had to get to the place where I was like, okay, I'm just gonna say it. I'm just going to tell people what it, what it's like. And this is, this is the way it is, take it or leave it. And then I sort of, you know, I mean, of course, there's always a part of you that sort of sits and and waits for the reaction. The reaction was massive. My readership has soared. My speaking engagements, my calendar fills up so fast now. So in, in terms of people wanting to come back and find out more, about what's going on with me, what's going on with my family, relating to our story, sharing our story has been huge. And I wasn't expecting that. Honestly, I wasn't. I was hoping that the readers that I had and the people that I already connected with and the businesses that I was already working with would just sort of stay the course with us. I wasn't expecting it to grow, but it has. And it taught me a really valuable lesson. And that is that when I and more authentic, I do business more authentically. And so the growth that I'm seeing is simply that people are able to look at our story and people are able to look at my journey and say, me too, maybe I'm not going through the exact same thing as you are, but I can relate to this or relate to that. And that makes me want to connect with you. And that makes me want to have that relationship with you. And so there's been nothing, I mean, other than trolls, because when you do share anything about, you know, marginalized communities of any kind, you're going to get trolls, sadly. Other than that, there's been nothing negative that has happened. It's been all positive.
0: Which is amazing. And I would say even on top of the relating, which I definitely think is a huge part, people see you and people like you. Which shocked me.
1: (laughs) I, you know, I I was the kid in in school nobody talked to, and I was the kid in high school who was literally set on fire in front of my school. You know, I was, I had to leave school. I didn't finish high school until I was 38. I didn't go back and finish. I had so much trauma surrounding all of that for a long time. It still blows my mind that people want me in a room full of other people to share my story. People come to see me. People want to read my stuff. And I don't I don't know if I'll ever really get used to that. But I'm grateful because I think everybody has value. And I, I, as a mom, I'm always trying to lift my kids up and say, whoever you are, you are loved and people will appreciate you and love you for who you are. And yet, a part of me didn't believe that in myself. I had to get to the point where I didn't care as much. But seeing that reaction, I mean, sure, it does feel good. It does feel good to know that people you know, that that there is acceptance for people, even those of us who don't walk the typical path. It's nice.
0: Yeah. So what do you want people to know about putting themselves out there, about sharing their story, about if as a business owner, doing a little bit more personal connecting and letting people see beyond, you know, I think there's a certain traditional view that we still are trying to get out of. And I think that the way people do business has changed since, you know, if you think back to the eighties and nineties, and you know, even 15 years ago, People aren't just looking for a corporate feel. You know, my background's in communications. When I went to school, we did everything in like third person, super corporate, yada, yada type of speak. Whereas now I know that there's a lot more value in speaking conversationally because you want to connect with people. You want people to hear when you're looking at all the information that you have at your fingertips. Or you're not going to read something that's totally dry and corporate sounding. What do you want people to know about putting themselves out there, into their business, into the world, and about sharing stories?
1: I think the first thing to know is that anytime we put ourselves out there, there's a certain level of vulnerability, right? When we share something, there's going to be this element of, I'm scared to share this. I'm scared to let people see this. And I think that's valid, and I think we have to honor that. I think that when we do share it, Sometimes there's a bit of a vulnerability hangover as Brene Brown, a wonderful author and speaker and researcher has said many times, one of those, oh gosh, why did I share that? Did I share too much? Are people still going to like me? So I think it depends on your business. So I clearly share a lot, but my business is in a lot of ways, me. I am my own brand. I'm, I'm a human being. I'm not a brand, but I mean, I am, I am basically what you see is what you get. Some people it's not like that, but I always look for connection in in everything and everybody. Just recently, I was trying to find a registered massage therapist and I had conversations with a handful of them. I picked the one who seemed the most personable. That's really who I went with. I went with somebody who sounded like a human being. I don't know everything about her. I don't need to know everything about her, but I need to know that she is authentic and she seems very authentic. This idea of having to put forward a certain level of perfection is, to me, is going to harm us in business more than help us. We need to be good at our jobs, but we're also people, and they need to see that. So expect that it's going to be a little scary. Figure out how much you need and want to share of yourself. Everyone has limits, and some of us are more private than others. But do push that boundary a little bit. Do try and connect a little more on the human side. What are the stories that touch us the most on the news? So the ones with the human element, you know, that's the stuff that people that really gets people. And so when you're sharing a piece of yourself, that's going to help people want to share themselves with you and be a part of your business. So I think that's what I would say. I I would encourage everyone to try and share a little bit more of you, try and add a bit more humanity into your business over the next little while and see what happens.
0: So as you were talking, I was thinking, have you encountered or have you gotten to a place where you think nobody's going to care? Nobody wants to hear my story as opposed to being scared that they're going to react badly that they're just thinking nobody wants to hear that.
1: Yes, but every time that has happened, I've always found that there's people do want to relate. People people need something to relate to. And so when we share something about ourselves, maybe we're struggling with uh, a mental illness or maybe we've had a miscarriage or maybe you used to be homeless. I was homeless once and uh and there comes an opportunity where it would make sense to share that say so you're doing a funding drive for over the holidays, and it's for a shelter. And you happen to mention, as someone who was once homeless, this is a really important thing to me. Well, boom, there's your connection right there, right? And I find that people really do want to know that. We, you know, because it, it opens a door for everybody to live more authentically. And again, we don't have to go sharing every little thing about ourselves with everybody. I don't. I have a huge list of things that I do not share with anyone outside of my wife and a couple of friends. So no, we don't have to share everything, but it is okay to say I am imperfect. I have struggled before. I have obstacles just like you. It really does add something to, to your business and to you.
0: I definitely agree. I mean, for me personally, it's, it's always fascinating to me how the little things I share can really have a big impact. I've talked a lot um, personally a little bit in, in my business setting about the fact that I realized I have ADHD and what that's meant for me and like I get private messages all the time or I posted something not long ago about how when I was going through a depression when my kids were really little you know some friends did a really kind thing for me and again I get all these private messages like I didn't know I'm so glad you shared um, and because I'm I have a lot of practice sharing stories it didn't even seem like I was doing anything but it's always amazing what people feel connected to and how you can make somebody feel better with a little bit of extra you out there.
1: Isn't it incredible? I mean, there may be somebody struggling with depression right now, you know, who really needed to read that. And there may be somebody going through struggling to understand why they can't focus right now. And they find it, you know, Oh, Laura is somebody that I really admire as, as a business person and as, as a human being. And look, you know, she has ADD. You know, I think that that's incredible and it may not seem like much, but it can be everything to somebody else
0: in that moment. Exactly. Right. Not feeling alone is really big.
1: It is. it is. Human beings are social creatures. We need to connect. And and this is one way that we connect deeply with one another. For, so for sure, it's really important.
0: I so appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today. I am going to link to your website in the show notes so people can come and find you and read more of your story and also see you know maybe they're looking for a speaker because i think you're exceptionally motivating so i was really thrilled you could come and talk to me today thank you so much it was a pleasure
1: talking to you too
0: all right take care bye I always love chatting with Amanda. I think she does so much good in the world and she's such a great storyteller. I am going to link to her blog and her speaking page in the show notes. So come on over to thebizpodcast.com slash two. I invite you to follow her and start thinking about how you can share yourself more authentically with your audience and what that might mean for you. Don't forget I'm running a special promotion for the first two and a half months of the biz podcast launch for every time that you share the podcast publicly on social media and make sure to tag me there'll be more instructions for that in the show notes or you leave a review on iTunes you're entered into a draw to win a business book. I'm going to be giving away The Big Leap and it starts with Y and Emith Revisited and all kinds of great books. One book a week until the middle of July. So please do get out there and share the podcast, leave a review. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes or Stitcher. Come and visit me in my free Facebook group, The Biz Studio Community. The links are all in the show notes at thebizpodcast.com two. And until next time, I'll see you online. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please remember that the new episodes are only going to be showing up here for a little while. And if you want to keep listening to my show, it's now called The Biz Podcast. And I need you to come over and subscribe over there. I'm doing some fun giveaways for the next few weeks. So come on over as soon as you can, thebizpodcast.com or search for The Biz Podcast on your podcast app. See you over there.